I'm Chris Wallace. I'm Harris Faulkner. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. Hurricane Iota tore through Central America today, leaving a trail of devastation in its path. What we are expecting is really more hunger, more food insecurity. We are expecting more uh, unemployment. We are expecting also that a lot of people will have to remain on these um, temporary shelters. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Hurricane Iota made landfall in Nicaragua as a Category 4 storm. Its path was so large, belts of rain and wind hit every country in Central America in some capacity. At least nine people were killed in Nicaragua and dozens more injured. The storm coming just 13 days after Hurricane Ada went through the same area, displacing thousands in Nicaragua and Honduras. With everything lost, many are expected to try and immigrate north to the United States. We are expecting... um a catastrophic situation because we receive the effects of the hurricane ETA only 50, less than 50 days ago. This is Maite Mateo, the Honduras country director for CARE. And this is the first time in history that we have two big monsters coming to, to the country and to Central America also because also Guatemala, uh, Honduras, Nicaragua were affected by ETA. We are not recovering yet from the ETA uh, effects and now we are receiving IOTA and pop- the, p- the people here are really nervous and really uh, worried about the situation. We are seeing evacuations and for the neighbors at most danger and risk. Um, a lot of people are in shelters in Nicaragua, um, Guatemala and, and in Honduras. And what are some of the things that CARE is doing to make sure civilians have what they need amid these weather disasters? We are we we were already responding responding to the ETA impact. Uh, we were attending um, ten thousand uh, people in shelters with food, access to water, sanitation, and hygiene, and also providing some protection services. So what we did was to monitor the most affected area in the North region um, to have a better sense of what was coming with the IOTA and ensuring we were receiving information and sharing information to to national and local institutions in relation to what the risk related to to Yota because a lot of people um, are still in shelter or displaced um, and and in a and a lot of neighbors and sons are still flooding from ETA impact. After the first hurricane came through, I imagine it was difficult enough to get aid to people in certain areas of the country. And now all of these countries dealing with a second round of weather has to make the situation even harder. How are you dealing with getting aid to populations in areas that may be difficult to reach? Just to tell you that in Honduras, there are still 69 communities with more than 1,000 people 
that are still cut off. There are we the government has not been able yet to open access to to these communities so what we are doing now is attending the communities uh, that we could have access um, access in in some of the rural areas affected uh, and waiting to to have more information because we don't have preci precise information of these isolated communities um, so we are coordinating with local emergency communities to provide the the supports from the areas that we know that people were affected and that people are displaced and in, and in shelters already what were the efforts like before these hurricanes in Central America? I know CARE is operating all over the world, providing such critical support specifically to women and children. But across the board, the efforts are so important to ensure that people have what they need, whether it is related to weather disasters, ongoing hunger, poverty, these types of things. So what did those efforts look like before? Yes, it has been quite quite challenging for, for CARE in terms of fundraising efforts because we have the COVID situation uh, all over the world. And in this region also, we have a, a very uh, complex humanitarian context because of the socioeconomic impact of COVID. Uh, so we are challenging for having really uh, for fundraising money for being able to to play a, a more or to escalate our uh, humanitarian program. So basically, what we have been doing is. Um, resource mobilization with some donors that were already working with us in, in Honduras and receiving support also from care at all over the world. But uh, as the situation is, the scale of the impact of this equation, of the situation is really high, uh, even the government is requesting for international cooperation. You've been listening to Maite Mateu, the Honduras Country Director for CARE. We'll be right back. Where do you see things headed in the near future? Obviously, there will be a lot of disaster cleanup and ensuring that communities can get the aid that they need. But I'm sure it's difficult to bring the population back up to the level they were before these hurricanes. So what will those efforts look like in the days and weeks to come as Honduras, Nicaragua and, and other Central American countries clean up from these hurricanes? What we are ex what we are expecting is really um, more hunger, more food insecurity. We are expecting more uh, unemployment. Um, we are expecting also that a lot of people will have to remain on these um, um, temporary shelters because. Uh, a lot of people have lost their houses and their belongings. So what we see is um, more people, a lot of people, at least in Honduras, we see um, more than one million people at risk of displacement. And what is coming, uh, with, with, we think, is that it will increase the migration from Central America to to the north because um, there there is not going to be 
we are not seeing really enough efforts in terms of the response, in terms of the uh, recuperation, and in terms of rebuilding the countries. So I think that's what we can expect for the near future. I know previously we saw caravans coming from these countries. Oftentimes it was related to gang violence, uh, poverty, all of these issues that civilians face and we're looking to get away from. And you bring up an interesting point that a weather disaster can also create a circumstance where people don't have a sustainable home and have to leave to immigrate somewhere else. Yes. Um, as you said, this situation of the caravans has been uh, has been escalating since two years ago. Uh, this is because of the climate change effects also because we have been suffering extreme climate change e um, events. For example, we, we faced last year and for a, during five years a, a draw that has left before COVID, we have at least one million people um, in need, in in food insecurity situation in Honduras. I think it's like 1.6 million people in El Salvador, the north, the north region of Central America. So now um, these levels are going to increase. The food insecurity is expected. FAO is talking about 2.3 million when ETA. With now IOTA, we can see at least in the region one or two more million people um, in food insecurity and with no opportunities for, for jobs because the COVID has also bring a, a, a big impact in the economy. Um, economist experts are talking about a decrease on the gross domestic product of 10%. So with these um, uh, climate change severe events having now, uh, we can expect a catastrophic situation for this region and especially Honduras and Guatemala where CARE has presence. Absolutely. It's a very hard situation to deal with and I know that international aid organizations are working around the clock to ensure that civilians have access to this aid and like I said CARE is doing such important work all around the world. Maite Mateu, the Honduras Country Director for CARE. Maite, thank you again for your time. Thanks to you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.